I'm Kelly. And welcome to The Millennial Minimalist. Today we're going to discuss how minimalism is a tool that can be used for us to become more productive. By ridding our lives of physical and mental clutter, minimalism helps us gain greater clarity to focus on the stuff that matters to us. This way, we can be more intentional with how we use our time, money, and energy, and how we evaluate, organize, and take action on our everyday tasks and long-term goals. Yes, and look at Kelly and I being so productive tonight recording a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like 8.30 on, oh, actually, like almost 9 now on a Wednesday evening. On a Wednesday So, I mean, we we both had super busy days today. Super long days. But this is the most exciting part of of the day, you know? Yeah, this is the best part. This is the best part. (laughs) This is so fun. Uh, so yeah, so today we're talking about productivity, which is a really fun topic because I find that most people, they just think of minimalism. They think about the physical and mental clutter that we're getting rid of, that we're decluttering, right? So, but it's beyond that. So once we move that stuff to the side, then we have this clarity and we're like, okay, so now we kind of are now focused on our goals and what we want to accomplish And now let's take action on that a little bit better now that we have this clarity. Yeah, and there might be that misconception that people think minimalists are lazy and don't need to make money and they just lie around and don't need to be productive because they're not buying anything. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that there's that there's that misconception as well. Absolutely. So what when I was writing out my notes for tonight, um, I wanted to argue two sides. So how minimalism has made me more productive, okay. and on the flip side, how minimalism has actually made me feel less of the need to be productive all yeah. the time. I mean, it's definitely helped me become a lot more productive. It's really what you take action on, right? Again, minimalism is not something that you just accomplish once and then, you know, you're that forever. It's a no. constant, ma- ma- you have to constantly maintain it, so. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. In terms of productivity, I think that minimalism has granted me a lot of it's greater focus. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the times, especially in this modern age, people are, we want to be productive. We have this need to be productive. And we have to this do, goal to be busy all the time. Busy all the time. And it comes at the cost of our ability to focus and to do good work. And, and minimalism and enables you to narrow it down to what is essential mm-hmm. that you want to get done as and opposed to it's like what you own. Like mm-hmm. you, you're owning the things you need and what's on your to-do list is exactly what you need to get done and you can put that focus into that and do a better job at it as opposed to just doing a bunch of things not as well right right so I think one of the things you want to talk about was the bullet journal oh I love the bullet journal it's funny so in an earlier episode of ours I mentioned uh this journal it's called the bullet journal basically it's a way to organize your daily tasks And the beauty of it is it can combine your online calendar with, you know, everything that's off that calendar. And majority of the time, that calendar is dedicated to work and not your personal thing. So this is a physical book um, that we can, that we use to basically dedicate all of our personal and work tasks, but also, also our thoughts and, you know, small accomplishments that we want to accomplish each month. Uh, and also accomplishments for the year. So you can look it up on YouTube. There's so many different ways of doing the bullet journal. But There's the, a really good book on it too. Oh, is there? I didn't yeah. know that. So basically the beauty of the journal is that you can focus on what's high priority and you can also cross off the tasks. Lauren was just showing me her bullet journal. She's like, look at this is the end of the bullet journal. I've crossed off everything. I, know. I just have this podcast left today. You know what's so funny? 
in the summer, I think it was probably July, you and I were in a coffee shop and you were filling out your bullet journal. <laughs> and then, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> I, I was looking at you and I'm like, that is so stupid. <laughs> and you thought that because why? Well, I was like, she's wasting so much time writing all of this unnecessary stuff down. Like, why not just get to it? Like, wh- what's the point in writing it all down? Just start working and then you'll be done sooner because then you miss something you miss things and honestly i don't know how i lived without it i love that i turned you around i completely turned you around and i amazing even i i got really busy on monday and i didn't fill out my bullet journal for the week and i was lost like i came home i'm like what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I don't have my bullet journal. And what did I do today? <laughs> exactly. What did I do today? It's like, wow, the, the day flew by. You won't feel like that as much when you have a bullet journal. And the best part of the journal is that you cross things out. So when you cross things out, it feels like you made, it's, it's just basically a list of your accomplishments once it's crossed off. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I want to I wanna hear your, like, benefits to the bullet journal mm-hmm. and why. Yeah, I would say the biggest benefit is basically, you know, a lot of the time, so one of my favorite books is The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is to be impeccable with your word. Oh. And that is very important to me. I like that. And I think this, this is becoming lost in our generation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, being good with your word and good with time. People are always late. We're uh, always late and always we late. always cancel. Classic oh. millennial. Classic millennial, exactly. So there's something about keeping your word that is very important to me. So I've learned the importance of saying no. So you have to say no uh, to certain things that are taking you away from your goals. Okay, so having the bullet journal made me realize, hey, like I need to accomplish these tasks and someone comes, it's always always fun to have something that's last minute and they invite you and if you could look at your roles journal and say, or your calendars and realize, hey, I do have time for this, that's great. But uh, sometimes you, you, you need to just say no and yeah, so that's the beauty. That's the best benefit I would say so far for, for me is that it's helped me keep my words. So let's say in passing, I say, hey, yeah, Lauren, uh, I'll invite you to that event or, you know, yeah, I'll definitely see you there. Well, a lot of the time we say these things, but then we forget about them. But immediately you'll jot it down. Yeah, I feel like that's one thing I love about our friendship is we are so consistent with each other. (laughs) If I'm like, hey, do you want to go for coffee on Wednesday at 2.30? Like, I know you will be there. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. I'm glad that you see me that way. That's good. Because honestly, like, and it's interesting because sometimes we are a lot of things to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. It's nice when you can be... That one thing. Oh, yeah, that person. Oh, yeah, that person's always very good with their word. You know? Yeah, and we all know the people who aren't. And it's like, I'll go to invite someone to something, and I'm like, I'm going to cancel on them. Or I'm not going to invite them. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to say I'm going to cancel. I'm not going to invite them because they might not come. And yeah. I don't want to be in that situation where, like, I have tickets or, like, that was my plan for the night, and now they can't come because I know that they're unreliable. So... I think that the people who stick to their word benefit in that sense, that they get invited to more things and they have better friends. They Credibility. Credibility, yeah. Have you, do you have a friend where you like, okay, I'm going to invite them to this. I'm going to tell them an, earlier, an hour earlier because have you ever had to do that? I'm going to tell them it's an hour earlier than it actually is so that they'll actually show up oh, on time. More than an hour, <laughs> sometimes a couple hours. <laughs> so funny. And you know what? It's not just women. 
Men are late, too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But well, no, there's a, you know, it's kind of a turnoff when people are late. Especially, like, you know, I, I don't know, in the, in the dating scene. Don't be late. Don't be late. Yeah. I feel like it's cute when the girl's a little bit late, though. I wouldn't want to show up first as the girl. Oh, okay. Fair. I know it doesn't matter, but, like, it's yeah. nice. So- I, I, I did read a, <laughs> it was, like, a dating book for men. And one of the things was, like, um, when you drop off a girl at her, at her home... Make sure you wait in your car until you see her go inside the door, which I think is beautiful. Yeah, I like that. And don't back out until she's done so. If you're picking up a girl, uh, get out of the car and go to the front door and be there for her. Don't honk and wait for her to come. So be a gentleman, you know what I mean? And the same goes with keeping your word, you know? Like, you know, a lot of the time... Oh, sorry, my point was in that book it says... um, Always be 15 minutes earlier than the time you set to meet that that young lady or that, that, oh, that woman. Oh, good. I like that. That way you're there first. It's just, just I a like when thing. the man is there first. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, we're very old and we're very we're traditional. We're old school, yeah. Yeah, we like the traditional ways. But uh, again, you can disagree with that. It's totally cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay. So on this note, on the bullet journal, I researched this, this YouTuber that a friend of mine told me about. Uh, her name's Rachel Ast. A-U-S-T. She's a nutritionist and wellness coach, and she has tons of content on minimalism. So she first inf- emphasizes the bullet journal when, she, when she's talking about how uh, minimalism helps her manage her time. So other ideas she had was wake up earlier. And I think we've mentioned this in our morning routine podcast. She says wake up earlier, even just a half hour earlier, to squeeze more out of your day. And she doesn't mean that we need to basically cram, like, cram everything into one day. She's saying, like, wake up a little bit early so you can make time for yourself and just relax and move a little bit slower. Because a lot of people, they get so rushed because they, they have no so time there. And that affects the rest of your day. Your life, your entire mentality, it affects if that's how you're living. Yes. Always. Someone mentioned to me today that they haven't had vacation in six years, and I'm like... Well, that's because you haven't made time for vacation in six years. Yeah. So there you go. Oh my God, I can't go a few months. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you craft your lifestyle, so that's the difference, right? That's a part of the beauty of minimalism. Uh, She also said learn to take mental breaks. So let's say we're, Lauren, I know you love to write. We both love writing. We're writing an article, and then we just don't feel like we're getting our best on, you know, I always say like pen to paper, we're not getting our best out. So let's just take, like, even if you're at work, take 15 minutes, go for a walk, go to the kitchen in your office, focus or go read a couple pages of a novel you're reading so that when you come back, you can work smarter and potentially faster, more effective. So have you ever been in that situation? I've been in that situation a thousand times where I'm like, I feel like you're just, your head's exploding. You're just like, okay, 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 I'm so tired. I just need to walk away. It's even, especially when you edit pieces, you, you're editing, you're editing, and then you walk away 50 minutes, and then you, you come back to the same piece, and you read it again, and you'll find so many errors that you didn't, you wouldn't have found had you just, like, stuck in one position. So. Yeah, my cue for that is if I'm not paying attention, if I read a sentence four times over and it's not registering with me, I'm like, you need to do something else for a little bit because oh, you've really? just been doing this task for too long. Yeah, see? There you go. There you go. Go ahead. Okay, so... I have so much to say about the bullet journal. I loved it. I love <laughs> so it so good. much. Um, I will 
completely argue that you can accomplish anything that you want in life with this bullet journal because it gives you a step-by-step process of what you need to be doing every single day to get there. And it might even make you realize what is going to go into getting what you want and make you re- like reflect and be like, that's not what I want. I'm not willing to put that work into it. Right. Um, so what I kind of sit down every week and my bullet journal is laid out for the seven days. So Monday to Sunday. And um, I write out what I have to do. So I write out the days that I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I write out, you know, on the other side that I'm working out every day. And then I write out in another column, the things that I want to accomplish. Okay. And what are you doing this week? Like, what are you doing for skill building? What book are you reading? How many times are you going out and seeing friends? Like, how many times are you staying in and filling up your cup so that you're at your best at work and when you're going out? And it's just this, like, beautiful display of my week and my life and um, where I'm going with it and where I'm failing and where I'm succeeding and why and how I can reflect on that. And recently I've been looking at my days and being like, can I do all this? Because some days I put so much stuff in a day. I'm like, I got to wake up and work out and wash my floors. And then I got to get my nails done and work all day and read 300 pages and call 10 agents and do my follow-up calls. And then I got to go on this date and be happy and nice and Mm -hmm. not be tired. And (laughs) now I can actually look at the day and be like, this is not possible to do all this. I don't want to do all this. There's no buffer time. This makes me anxious just looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then I can craft my day from there. So um, it's, I, it's... So you're been, saying this is kind of the drawback. The, this is a drawback. This is, this is not a benefit. No, it is a benefit because I'm reflective of it. That's what I'm, I was yeah. going to turn around and say that. Yeah. So th- you can use a bullet journal as like a detriment to you. It's like, look at all the stuff I'm going to get done. But if you're not happy with it then that's when you need to go de- go back and make those changes yeah and you, so. you don't have to be perfect the first time with a bullet journal it takes that's another thing take time with it like don't overwhelm yourself with it yeah. like don't like you'll try, realize try. okay let's say you had that overwhelming day then you can change it the next week and say like hey yeah. I know that that didn't work that day so I'm gonna make it like this I'm gonna craft it so it looks like this yeah and now I, I look at what I have to get done and I'm like can you do everything you're going to do today well and do you have time to do nothing after to just like have white noise or white time relax just relax and do nothing and put on my christmas tree and listen to christmas music yeah speaking of that side note i were we always we usually record in lauren's beautiful apartment uh which basically is a studio and i walk in and it is Christmas morning in here. It is beautiful. It's, I love Christmas. It smells like gingerbread because she bought a gingerbread candle. We walk in and her TV has that fi- crackling fireplace on it and just everything's warm and beautiful. And I was like, oh, I got to capture this. Anyways, we're going to post it on our Instagram because it's just such a beautiful place, feel good moment. So that when I get off work, like coming home and having a glass of wine and just turning my place into like a Christmas wonderland. It's brilliant. Why it not? makes me so happy. I don't know what I'm gonna do the other ten months of the year. Well actually on that note, so there was another YouTuber that I looked up. Her name is Saudia. Her her uh, YouTube page is called Pick Up Limes. She has 
I think I don't, I don't remember, but I think over a million followers now. Uh, it's pretty incredible. She speaks on nutrition and productivity and minimalism, but she says, create a, a setting that you desire. Yeah. So, like, take time. I mean, especially, like, I know it's so hard. A lot of people who don't live on their own, we live on our own, so it's a lot easier. But on those times that you do have me time, create a clear space to focus and and you're not even just have to focus, just a calm space. Have some calm music and some tea and just relax, clear your mind. And you can also stick yourself in a spa. It doesn't even need to be in your place, but just get away. And that's the beauty, coming back to the bullet journals, you can put those things in and you can do them without guilt. It's like I'm allowing myself to like take an hour, take two hours and read or to go to the spa and get a massage and I'm not going to sit there and be anxious and feel that I have other things to do or should be working on something because you're scheduling it into your life and you made a really good point you reminded me of the fact that I actually have a friend who um who has kids um and he never makes time for himself and I think that that's something that he needs to add to his bullet journal to like, remi- he has a bullet journal. He just needs to remind himself like, Hey, like not s- maybe self love. Like I should, you know, stick myself in a spa or I should go do something on my own. Um, you know, go to an art gallery and walk around or something like that just to get some, some me time in there. You know, something something that's forgot. We need to prioritize like again self-love yeah and what is um going to give you energy again like there's things that deplete your energy and there's things that give you energy perfect and you can't rely on what other people say that gives you energy you have to trial and error it because if going to the spa is does not give you energy then you need to find something else that does some people hate the spa it's so So, weird to me blows my mind well it's expensive and i can see people um, Some people just don't like to be touched. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. funny to me. I'm like, really? Massages are amazing. They're so nice. Yes. Even or like a facial, or you can just go and sit in the steam room. Oh, I would pay for that. So nice. It is definitely overpriced, though. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And if that causes anxiety to you, then don't put that as your thing that is going to give you energy. Like if you're sitting there being like, oh my god, you spent so much money. Exactly. Go find something else that's going to not make you anxious. Right. Um, And so on the flip side of that, of all the things that minimalism has made me so productive with, I feel like it has taken away that need to always be productive. So because I've simplified my life so much and I know the areas I want to excel in and do well in and prioritize in my life and be productive in, I know that there's, there's times where it's okay if on a Sunday I just make soup and read and do nothing else because... That's the beauty of productivity is that you don't always have to be productive because you're not busy anymore. Being productive is different from being busy. You're, you're getting things done so that there are times when you don't have to get things done. I read that quality productivity is about creating an effective and balanced lifestyle that you can keep up with every day. Yeah. Uh, to try a less is more approach. It's okay to have days off. Yes, it is. I don't believe in cheat days. For nutrition, but anyways, that's another. That's a whole yeah, other that's topic. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> but uh, I, I personally can't take days off of my life. Like I like times off. Like it's like I'll take the afternoon off. I still uh, like want to exercise or read or, oh, or do I something. S- like I, I want to do something. Yeah, I guess I'm not either. Then 
But yeah. I feel like that's still a part of a full day. I feel like that's a self-love day. Go to the exercise, clean your floors, organize, yeah, do your laundry. <laughs> self-love day. Um, okay, there's there's one other thing yeah. that I want to talk about about productivity is that, um, which minimalism has granted me, is that when you, I feel like in the modern world, and especially in our generation, productivity means making money. So you're in some people, some people's in, mind, absolutely. In a lot of people's mind, it's mm-hmm. like I'm being productive so that you know I can make more money. And I feel like minimalism gives you the opportunity to pursue your passions or interests on the side that don't make you money. And because to be more balanced in your everyday, to be more balanced. So it's like if I don't know, say you you're a really good drawer an artist like mm-hmm. you can spend that you give that luxury to yourself to pursue that side interest of painting on top of your day job because you've simplified every other area of your life that you know you're not having to support a lifestyle anymore like you've simplified it down to the point where you can do things that you're not necessarily getting paid for and might be really good at right so it gives you that option right Again, like back to the bullet journal helps you realize what you're focusing on. I love the bullet journal because ev- I know you do. If everyone had a bullet journal, like if you came to me and you're like, "Oh, Lauren, this is wrong in my life," I'd be like, "Well, hand over your bullet journal. Let's see, like where. Let's go back." I just really. Uh, what is the episode? Gosh, I'm gonna have to look back at which episode we recorded where she's like I don't need a bullet journal I have no interest in the bullet journal I'm just I like know. oh my gosh I turned you around I'm a good sales lady um so okay I have a really really exciting video that I didn't show you the media company goal a goal cast posted a video on YouTube two days ago that is getting a lot of attention Ooh. it's called are you addicted to your phone and this is falling this is falling under my argument that minimalism helps reduce addiction so we can regain our attention on the things that matter. So again, are you addicted to your phone is the title. It's by Dr. Lynn Gribble. She's a business professor at the University of uh, New South Wales in Sydney. So this video, it's a quick video, snackable content. She starts by saying, "If you are a person who is constantly checking your phone, this is bad news." Why? Because it's increasing your anxiety. In her words, it's more than virtual clutter. It's actually causing us anxiousness. Addiction is anxiousness. So she says, and this is like the best line in the whole thing. She goes, the problem with multitasking, because everybody needs to be busy and doing 100 things at once, right? Only, I think, 2% of the population can actually multitask. It's been proven. See? So she says, the problem with multitasking is that we are actually microtasking and wearing ourselves out. I was like, oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Sorry, I just like loved that. And then she compares our attention spans, humans, to goldfish. She says, goldfish concentrate for seven seconds and data proves that we are only doing eight seconds. How scary is that? Her, oh her, her jaws are open, dropping right now. <laughs> we need to fix this, or where are we going with the future? Like, could you imagine having a conversation with someone who has an eight-second attention span? It's, oh, it's crazy to me. So, as I said that, Kelly changes the subject. No, no, I actually picked up... I, it's so funny. <laughs> That's actually funny. No, but it's so funny. I picked up my phone because I saw... Um, a saying this morning that popped up on my Instagram said, hang out with people who make you forget to look at your iPhone. 
I was like, yeah, that is. A we had a conversation thing. once about um, we in a podcast about where are we when we don't check our phone. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I ask... I'm usually in deep conversations with people, but yes, keep going. Or we're at home. And you know why I think that was? Because growing up, we didn't have phones. That's true, we didn't. Because I feel like when I'm at home, I'm like with my parents, we're cooking, we're watching a movie. Oh, you mean home, like parents' home? Like home, home, yeah. Ah, yeah. Because I never... Like, I will go to my room and be like, oh my god, I haven't checked my phone in like five hours, but it's just because I was with my family. It's just another form of human connection. Yeah, which is nice. It Like, it's nostalgic. makes me feel like I was back when I was a kid and didn't own a phone. I wish we could go back there. Oh my god. Wouldn't it be yeah, fun to just go... what would life be like? My dad does still not own a cell phone. Your dad's amazing. That's crazy. <laughs> he's like, me. why do I need one, Mary? And I have a landline. He's also retired, so that's helpful. Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't care. What's he going to use a phone We for? have to be connected these days. Um, so anyway, so this lady, uh, Lynn Gribble, she says, turn your phone off. Tell yourself to focus on something for 20 minutes. She argues that your brain will be on fire, fire and you'll get a lot accomplished. So last night, I happened to be writing something. And I said, okay, fine. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to put my phone away for 20 minutes. You wouldn't believe how many times I thought about grabbing. But I didn't. So yeah, I, I am anxious and I am, I do have a little bit of an addiction. I think majority of us would. I'd love to know what the stats are on that. You know what's funny? I messaged you once, you didn't get back to me for like three hours and I was concerned. I'm like, something's <laughs> happened to Kelly. And then you were like, hey, sorry, I put my phone away. I was writing an article. I was like, I was worried for your like safety. Because <laughs> I always keep my word and I'm good with getting back to people. Yeah, but That's... at the expense of your own like mental health, so... So in return, you were like, oh, I'm glad you were like I was that. really happy. I'm okay. like, good. This is a step in the right direction. I, I'm excited to watch this video after. Yeah, I'm going to show you it after. I didn't want to show you before because I wanted it to kind of be a little, a little fun surprise. thing to see later on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so another guy I want to talk about is Matt Diavella. He is the director of uh, the Minimalist documentary, and he has a fun video on his YouTube page, which I highly recommend that you follow. He has really cool videos on minimalism. Uh, this one particularly was about productivity, and uh, in this video, he talks about eliminating distractions, going back to the video we just discussed. Uh, the tools we use for work are also booby-trapped uh, with tons of distractions, social and email, like our phone and our computers. So now I have like Messenger on my phone, uh, sorry, on my computer now, and WhatsApp. But what he does is he doesn't have those on his computer, and he schedules a block of time when he can use these. And uh, I know you, Lauren, I know you delete these apps on your phone, right? Do yeah. you, how, long, how many times a week do you do that? Do you, do you turn it on sometimes? Do you, do, you, do you load them on again, or do you um, kind of completely keep them off no, your phone? No, like Instagram, maybe like once or twice a week I'll go on. Oh, okay. That's the only one I delete. Oh, really? So yeah. you have Facebook? I have not had Facebook on my phone like a year. Okay, so get this. I have a good example. <clears throat> I like the idea that he sets some time aside. So I like the idea of that. Yeah, I think it's okay to check social media a couple times a day. So, for example, yesterday a friend of mine um, who's an actor was in town in Toronto for, gosh, only 24 hours. And he's like, hey, like I'm here. And had I, had I not looked at my Facebook that literally at 4 p.m. yesterday, there's no, I wouldn't have made the connection. It's crazy. It's like we caught up for an hour and it was fantastic. Had I not gone to Facebook at that time, I wouldn't heard, I wouldn't have made the connection. I would have lost catching up. Isn't that interesting? So it's like, it's important to, it's just like email. Like you need to, you don't have 
check it every minute and just react all day. But you need to be smart about taking like like snippets of time out of your day to go back to those things because there could be something in there that is worthwhile giving your attention to. Uh, And then another thing he says is staying organized. So, okay, I want to bring up this point because I have something to say that's really funny about you, Lauren. Mm -hmm. So he says that removing physical clutter is the first step of becoming more organized, but we should also think about organizing our online clutter. Create a system for your files or workflow. So my computer is cluttered with photos. My old computer, Uh, not this one, my old computer has over 10,000 photos. Uh, I used to take photos like it was my job in university and I need to go through them. Yeah, you Uh, took like 10 of me when you came here. (laughs) Oh, today? Oh, I mean, I normally don't do that. I was just really obsessed with the atmosphere tonight, but... Lauren, okay, everyone's going to love this. Lauren is hilarious. Lauren's email inbox, first of all, is clutter-free. And she has zero, like, almost, you have, like, no files on your computer. And one day I looked at her computer and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, barely have any files. And then she's like, oh, yeah, they're all in my trash can. I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) She keeps files in her trash can. I searched them and for inspiration and then eventually she deletes them <laughs> what if I need something I'll email it to myself <laughs> you're so funny so I think you had like a let's for example it was maybe a home inspiration file yeah, I searched it in the and track. it's in the trash. I was like, why is it in the trash? Because, oh, I don't need it, but when I want to look at it, I can reference it from the trash. Okay, don't recommend that. But You know what's so funny? I used to live with two girls, and I always had a bag that I would keep stuff that I didn't really need, but I didn't want to throw it yet, and I kept it in the locker, and my roommates called it the psycho bag, and they're like, they're like, hey, Lauren, can I borrow this? Oh, no. Is it in the psycho bag? <laughs> Psycho bag. It was just, it was just like a. I actually still have a psycho bag here, but it's just stuff that like I don't need. I don't really want to get rid of yet. I usually keep it. I have like a box at my parents that I usually take it home to. But I'll show it to you. After. Okay, Maybe okay. I gotta out. check out okay, the psycho yeah. bag because I'm not understanding it, but I'm sure it's hilarious because I know you. I, um, I have actually one more really funny story. Yeah, tell me. Um, I when I lived by myself, like right after university. Um, I had I lived in a very small bachelor apartment and I never used the dishwasher. So I would keep if anyone left stuff in my place, I would put it in the dishwasher because I didn't have any room to put it anywhere. And um, anytime the landlord got mail, I would put it in the dishwasher because it was like, where am I going to put it? Might as well put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> you currently, side note, have like a what do you have a toaster oven in your oven? Yeah, I do. Okay, but keep, I, I'm keep efficient going. with storage. But to this day, I get made fun of about that dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised things. if I found pens in there. But you gotta be yeah. careful. If someone puts that on, that's that's not good news. So yeah. we don't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my god, Lauren, you cracked me up so hard. Uh, but anyway, so back, back to, to the trash can. Back, back to Matt Devella. So he, yeah, so he mentioned staying organized on, um, with your computer and your phone and everything. Um, he doesn't recommend keeping your files in the trash. Uh, he says focus on the essentials also. He says, so when we have projects, for example, project management, focus on the essentials, save 
like the polishing aspect to a project to the end. A lot of the time, like especially in work environments, you have a deadline for something and we want to perfect it. Like let's say we have a deadline, we only have two hours to accomplish yeah. this. We want to perfect it, uh, like perfect it from the start. We need to realize that we just need to get it done first and then focus on perfecting it. Because again, done is better than late. And I always say to myself, you know, do it, but not at the expense of not doing it. It's like if you and I always try to perfect this podcast to the point <laughs> where we never put it out there, that's then when it becomes a detriment. But you yeah. know, it's like do it to the best of your ability. But not to the point that you're not ever going to start. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's perfect. We're all imperfect, too. I am. <laughs> I, I, am. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, we can't, we can't, like, kill it every time. But uh, the but, more we do it, the easier it is. And, like, the more natural we are in each episode. So I feel like we're getting better. Yeah, no, I think we're getting better. <laughs> this is so much fun. Uh, oh, and lastly, he talks about... Um, another form of like be more productive is to I mean this comes from his perspective he's a content creator and he works for himself so and he works with clients he says he works with clients that he's actually truly passionate about so it makes oh, it I easier like to actually do work for them right and he, he says that he only chooses clients to work with um, that, that he does have an interest in and he will turn down other clients even though they come with money he's just like doesn't align with my interests so I'm gonna have to say no and that's great for him a lot of people don't have that flexibility so for those who don't they're probably on the end of like if you hate your job make a change that's what he says which makes sense I mean you, you, you spend a lot of your life in a job um, and if it's really really hurting you and making you unhappy then you have to figure out another path because it's, it's just so worth it. Anyways, I we're know, all serious I now. Think it's so, I feel <laughs> like that statement is so much easier said than done. It's like, oh, quit your job and pursue your passion. Well, unless you have a substantial amount of savings or... It's not that easy. It's not that easy. And I think that there needs to be more plans out there that are the transition to what you're more interested in. Well, and that's why the bullet journal was created because it's a it template is. for creating that plan. Yeah. Any and, goal, setting a goal and then like making small everyday goals to get you closer to that one it's not easy that's just the way it is yeah i know so anyways just to close i was gonna mention minimalism also supports the concept of delayed gratification that's like one of my i just love talking about delayed gratification it's such a beautiful thing and they always say oh you know millennials are so entitled they just want everything immediately i wouldn't say all I'd say a lot of the people that I connect with, especially in the Toronto community, are young entrepreneurs and young professionals who are in the process and like, you know, like in the trenches, like going through the journey and just working really, really hard and crazy hours. I mean, Toronto loves to be busy, which I love to roll my eyes out, but yeah. a lot of people actually are really busy, but um, it's because they're after, you know, a passion project, which is beautiful. So... I think I, I was going to mention uh, the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. Uh, have you heard of that before? I have heard of it. So basically, for those who haven't heard of it, it's all about delayed gratification. Uh, researchers basically presented four-year-olds with a, a few four-year-olds uh, with a marshmallow and told them that they had two options. One, ring a bell at any point. Um to summon the experimenter and eat the marshmallow, or they could wait until the experimenter returned, which was about 15 minutes later, and earn two marshmallows. 
And at the end of the day, some children broke down and ate the marshmallow, whereas others were able to delay the gratification and earn the coveted two marshmallows. And at the end of the day, uh, so those who actually waited and didn't eat the marshmallow were more successful. And the, the whole idea is that them, they would be more successful later on in life because they, are, they have the patience and the discipline. Wait, and the yeah. discipline to wait for that gratification. So some of the ways that they, they got themselves there is by thinking of the marshmallow as almost like a cotton ball. It helps detract from it. It's like when someone's uh, when, when I read that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So it's like me when I see like gluttony, like if I'm at a, an event and there's just tons of donuts and muffins that are actually just big forms of cake sitting there. Like I don't see that as food. I see that as fake food. So interesting. But anyways. I love big muffins. I know you do, but they're really just like a massive cake in muffin form. Um, so yeah, so there's delayed gratification. And do you there's, think you would have waited? Or do you think you would have eaten the As a four-year-old, you know what's so interesting? I'm pretty sure I would have eaten it. See, I, I think I would myself. have waited because in my mind, I'm like, just wait and then you can have two. I'd like to argue that I would have been... One of the good ones and wait it, but I don't know. But if you wait, you get two. Like, why not double? Yeah, it's true. I always wanted more. It's like with relationships. If you wait, you get a better one. I don't know if that always works, but that's so funny. And then another thing was we were talking about organizing your to-do list by level of urgency. I highly recommend the Eisenhower Decision Matrix, otherwise known as the Urgent Important Matrix. We've talked about this in a previous episode. It's basically um, divided into four quadrants. And it helps you prioritize your tasks based upon their urgency and importance, which helps you ultimately identify tasks that you should either delegate or just left leave undone, right? So, so yeah, so that's another thing that I wanted to point out. And um, in terms of, like, what I've learned and, like, how I've grown, some healthy productivity habits of mine are I'm becoming more intentional with my time, obviously, through the bullet journal, and how I spend my money and how I spend my energy. And that all fits within the journal because it's just a reflective piece of your everyday. And it's helped me identify, hey, like, this is what I am accomplishing. This is kind of what I want to get to. Like, I'm not perfect. Again, like, if you guys take on the bullet journal, it's not going to be perfect right away. No, it takes time and to if, figure it out. And if you YouTube it, you'll see so many different ways of doing it. Some people mm-hmm. even some people even put in how much water they drink every day. Now, we're not telling you to be crazy people, but... <laughs> I just my water. <laughs> see, there you go. You're not crazy if you do that. Guy. I'm just joking. Like, there's, there's, an, there's an extreme. You can you create your own. Just like minimalism in general, you craft it to match your everyday and the goals and the and, and your the goals you want to accomplish and your values. So, um, so okay, yeah. so I like doing the question part. Oh, where perfect. I ask you questions. Oh, so, amazing. what do you think makes someone productive? What? That's a really big question. Uh, or okay. like, who do you know is productive and why? Actually, yeah, I have a great example. So, I used to work with a couple of people who had families, mm-hmm. so parents. Yes. Anybody? People with families are a lot more strategic with their time they are smart because they only have so much time Mm -hmm. so they know how to manage their time better so i'll never forget the previous role of mine someone who i work for mentioned that hey i love this 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 hire of mine because they have a child and they know how to maximize their time 
I was like, oh, that's interesting. But it's true because they don't have so much time. And even even now that we have a side hustle, I feel like I'm getting there. I feel like it's I have a baby now. And it's like I'm incorporating it into my everyday. So that's my response. Yeah, that's true. The people who have more priorities are more productive. Correct. Because so. they have more to accomplish every day. So they'll make a window for everything that they know that they want to get done. Okay. And my last question, what is the difference between productivity and being busy? Someone I know just got... Uh, got a tattoo it was an action over intention oh so it kind of goes back to the same thing a lot of people will talk but they won't walk so being busy is recognized as being productive but it's not so a lot of the time people will maybe be busy on one thing but it doesn't mean that they're maximizing that time that they're busy and they're getting everything that they know they need to get done accomplished yeah that's true that's so perfect yeah it's always um better well done than well said yes i think you said that in another podcast i was like that's so beautiful i've never I heard that before it. it was so well said uh and again um so that was the last question that was it. Okay, great. Uh, and to close, so I wanted to just re- like recap that productivity isn't about cramming everything in one day. It's about creating a balanced lifestyle that you know you can keep up with. And you know, in the beginning, you may not be able to keep up, keep up with, but so you need to like change a few things here and there. But uh, but you'll get there. I mean, I'm still doing the bullet journal. I actually had to change journal because I found my journal was way too small and not like I had to write such tiny tiny, tiny little words. So, uh, anyways, it, it's, I, it's really working for me. It seems to be working for you. And it's just, uh, it's just like something that can aid in helping you be more productive, but, uh, ultimately minimalism and getting rid of the, the all of the stuff, mental, physical will help you focus or refocus your attention on the areas that matter. And this is a template for, you know, organizing those day-to-day tasks and your thoughts. So that's why I highly recommend it. And being productive at the end of the day is going to get you to where you want to be. And it's going to enable you to take time and reflect on how far you've come and to be present and to be focused and to accomplish what you want to accomplish in your life. So productivity is a necessary part of your life. I wish we could say, oh, you know, if someone says, oh, yeah, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. You could say, oh, I'm so productive. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would say that. Oh, my God, I'm just so productive today. I got to go. <laughs> Let's try that one day. We should next time we run into someone that we're like, you're a narcissist. You're a sister. You just think you're the greatest thing. <laughs> no, we're sharing the beauty in this lifestyle. That's what we're doing. That's we're not fair. saying we're better than you. We're saying... This is working for me. And they're going to be like, wow. Yeah. What's happening with Lauren? She's really, like, killing it now. So much better than being, oh, I'm bogged down and busy. I'm busy, yeah. I'm up and I'm cheery and chippy. productive, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening today. This is such a fun episode. Yeah, and we're going to put the video Kelly was talking about, about the fish memory. I'm going to watch that right now. It's called You Are Are You Addicted to Your Phone by Lynn Gribble. So we'll... uh, We'll put that in the show notes. I'm excited to watch it. So funny. Okay, guys. So thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.